How many believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? I believe that. And by his stripes we are healed. And he's here in this place this evening. And I believe we are healed here in this place this evening. So I'm going to ask you to take your seat. Thank you, team, for creating such a wonderful atmosphere for God's word. I want to talk tonight about the healing touch of Jesus. And you know, just talking about the healing touch of Jesus, just sharing the gospel story about Jesus is so powerful that one time in Acts chapter 14, Paul was in Lystra. And Paul was sharing about, he was sharing the gospel of Jesus. And as Paul shared the gospel of Jesus, it says there in Acts chapter 14, that he looked at a man that was in the building who had been born lame all his life. He had never walked in his entire life. He was born lame. And here's what the Bible, so Paul preaches Jesus. He preaches the gospel. And as he's preaching, he looks over at that guy, and here's what it says. After listening to Paul preach, here's what it says. And Paul saw that he had faith to be healed by just hearing, by hearing Paul speak about Jesus. And Paul saw that he had faith. He was believing what he was hearing. Something was happening in the atmosphere while Paul talked about Jesus, while Paul told Jesus' story, while Paul shared the gospel. And he looked, and one, one translation says, he looked intently at that guy. And he's like, what do I see in that guy? Oh, my goodness, I see faith to be healed. Paul said, stand to your feet. And the guy jumped up to his feet. And he was just in a meeting where they were talking about what we're going to be talking about right now. So would you reach your hand towards me, please, and pray for me. Father, in these next few minutes, I just, you know, surrender to you, Holy Spirit. I do. I surrender to you. And I know the power of your word is the power to heal. And, Lord, there is need in our lives, many needs for healing tonight. And so help me, Holy Spirit, talk about the Lord and Savior Jesus and the healing touch and the healing power of his name and of his presence. And Lord, I pray tonight, just like if we were in Lystra, that there will be those listening tonight. And while they're listening, faith will rise up in their heart to be healed. I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. So in Matthew chapter 9, up in the Galilee area, we read this story. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years, she'd been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She came from behind and she touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. What was her faith? What was the faith that made her well? 
The faith that made her well was that she said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. That was her faith. And Jesus looked at her. She touched his garment. She was well. Jesus turned and looked at her, and he said, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. Now, that's Matthew, that's Matthew telling this story. This woman said, I just need to touch his clothes. That's all. He is so powerful that I don't need to touch him. I just need to touch something that's touched him. That was her faith. That was her faith. Twelve years of suffering and one moment of faith. One touch of his garment. And she was well from that hour, from 12 years of being infirm and being sick. The touch of Jesus is what makes all the difference in the world. It's all about him. It's Jesus. This is Jesus' church. This is Jesus' gift, his salvation, heaven. It's all about Jesus. Our life is all about Jesus. And the touch of Jesus makes all the difference in the world And we just agreed that we believe this verse, Hebrews 13, 8, we just agreed that we believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same in Galilee and in Jerusalem, and he is the same right here tonight in this little community of Orchard Hills out here in the western suburbs of Sydney. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we know that Malachi, the prophet, wrote these words, I am the Lord. I do not change. I do not change. Some people have asked through the years dispensationally, well, is is healing for today? The question is, is Jesus for today? Because where Jesus is, where his touch is, this is where people are healed. This is where people are changed. People say, well, what about, you know, wasn't there just a day of miracles? No, there was only ever been a God of miracles. And he doesn't change. He is the same today as he was yesterday and forever. His touch is still healing, delivering, releasing, life-changing, setting things that can't be made right, right, doing things that can't be done, getting it done. This is the power of Jesus, and it's real. And it's interesting that she did not wait for Jesus to touch her. She touched him. She pressed in through that crowd. She pushed her way to him. She believed in her heart, and she pressed, and she pushed. And Jesus, we read in Matthew eleven twelve, it says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men, and one little infirm woman lay hold of it, pressing and pushing in. And this is what she did. She forcefully advanced through this pack of people, through this mob of men, until she reached out and touched the hem of his garment. Now, Mark's gospel gives us his account of this woman's story. And Mark writes it this way in chapter 5 and verse 23. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. So there was this man named Jarius, and he was a, 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 a temple uh, leader, a good man, and he had a little girl. And this little girl 
was really, really sick. As a matter of fact, she dies in this story. And he asks if Jesus would come and heal his little girl. And so we read it now. So Jesus went with him. And again, this is all up near the Sea of Galilee. And a great multitude thronged him. So you can just see that picture in your mind. So they're just, where's he going? I don't know, but we're going with him. Let's go see what he's going to do because everything he does is amazing. And so here's this great crowd. Mark says it was a great crowd. And it says the people thronged him. Now, he introduces our, our, our woman, our girl here. He says, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. Man, I've suffered a few things from a few physicians myself. She suffered many things from many physicians. And she had spent all that she had, and she was no better. As a matter of fact, she grew worse. Now think of this, this, this lady. She's suffering, she's broke, and she has no hope. Because it's, it's gone from bad to worse. She's bankrupt. She's suffering. But, verse 27, but when she heard about Jesus, kind of like that guy in Lystra, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you, and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, she came and she fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Man. She just went in there and got it, didn't she? I mean, she was desperate. There was just like literally no other option for this woman. She didn't have plan B or plan C. She was bankrupt. Twelve years. And she was only worse. But she knew. There's just this. She just knew. her A faith. She just knew that if she could just get close enough to touch his clothes, that she would get her healing. Don't you? Don't you admire her? Don't you like her? And don't you like the Savior that was so kind to her and so filled with virtue and power that touching him can restore a broken and a destitute and a desperate life? Because that's what happened to her because of him. We read another story in Mark chapter 3 and verse 9 and 10. Because of the crowd, he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him to keep the people from crowding him, for he had healed many 
so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. There is healing in the touch of Jesus. And anyone who's ever been around him knows it for sure and knows it to be true. The touch of Jesus. And family, the truth is, whether he touches you or you touch him, the result is the same. Whether he's passing by and you call out his name and he stops and he turns and he touches you or whether he's passing by and you just sneak up behind him and lay hold of the hem of his garment, the result is the same. Matthew chapter 8, we read that when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper. Now, there's a tragic disease, leprosy. Now, behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. He is willing. He is willing. If you want to, you can make me whole. I want to. Be whole. This is the will of the master. This is the will of Jesus He never turned anyone away. His will today for you and me is good. It's it's the same good will that he had toward this leper, I believe he has toward you and toward me. And in Matthew chapter 8, verse 14, this is in Capernaum. The truth is, where this scene takes place, you can visit the exact spot in Capernaum, where this scene takes place. There are some architect, uh, archaeologists that believe that they have found the exact place, literally the exact house where this took place. And I've looked at that very house myself in Capernaum in their excavation. So here's what, here's what happened. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying Sick with a fever. So he touched her. He touched her hand. And the fever left her, and she rose, and she served them. His touch can stop a hemorrhage. It can cure a leper. It can cancel a cancer. It can relieve a fever, and it can open the eyes of the blind. Just his touch. Just his touch. The healing touch. Of Jesus. And we read in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 27. And this is right after the incident with Jairus' daughter. So the woman has been cleansed. Jairus' daughter has been raised from the dead. And he just, I mean, Jesus is having a great day. (laughs) It's just a wonderful day in Galilee. And so when Jesus departed from there, two blind men following him, crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. 
And when he'd come into the house, the blind, probably, probably that same house. Anyway, when he'd come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said to him, yes, Lord. And he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. If we can believe this evening, his hand is still extended. He has not changed. His will is good. He has good will toward you and toward me. And one touch, one touch, and sickness and disease and hopelessness and infirmity is undone and overcome. When faith touches Jesus, anything can happen. In Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, that's on you. All things are possible to him who believes, that's on him. He can do all things. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Someone has said that the most dynamic power in the universe is when, God, is when man's faith and God's power get in the same place together. When the faith of man and the touch of Jesus, when the faith of man or woman and the power of God get into the same space together, that's the most powerful place on earth. And in Matthew 14 and verse 34, when they'd crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret, or Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, now that's a powerful thing right there, is when men, when women recognize he's here, he's come. And when they recognized him, they sent out into all the surrounding region, And they brought to him all who were sick and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched it were made perfectly well. Man. They recognized him. They knew he was there. They knew who he was. And my question for my own heart and for you tonight is do we recognize him? And do we recognize him here? You know, in Nazareth, his hometown, they didn't recognize him. Not as, they recognized him as the son of Joseph, not as the son of God. They did not recognize him as the son of God. They only recognized him as the son of the carpenter, the son of Joseph from Nazareth, whose shop was still probably, people could go point to where it was. They didn't recognize him. There's something about recognizing him. Oh, that's Jesus. That's Jesus. His touch heals. His touch, whether it's him touching you, or you touching him, or you touching the him of him, the results are all the same. Made perfectly well. I'd like you to stand with me, and I'd like our team to come.
Wouldn't it be wonderful in the midst of this group of people here this evening, wouldn't it just be wonderful for Jesus to stop the service and say, who touched me? Who just touched me? What do you mean, Lord? I mean, we're, we're having church. We're, we're, we're in the meeting here, Lord. Yeah, but somebody has just touched me because I felt power go from me. Wouldn't it be amazing if right here this evening Jesus would speak and he would say, who just touched me? Who just had faith? and reached out and laid hold of the hem of my garment. Because as it was, so it is. Because he is the same. And I just believe faith is in this room. And I don't believe we can speak God's word without faith rising. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And as we preach Jesus, faith rises. We preach Jesus and faith rises. And that's why Paul could look at this guy, this guy, and, and he could see that this guy had faith to be saved and be healed. And I just wonder this evening if there would not be faith in this room because God's word is being talked and, and heard and listened to. And I just wonder tonight if there is someone who is not well, someone who is in, infirm, someone who is sick, someone who is suffering maybe like this woman for 12 years or or there's a circumstance or a situation in your life and i just wonder if we would recognize his presence here with us right now this evening and if there would not be someone who would reach out with faith to touch him or to touch the hem of his garment or to touch something that's been near him and for healing because jesus said as your faith is so be it done to you. The disciples said, Lord, it's a big crowd. What do you mean? No, he said, someone's touched me. Someone's faith has put a demand on my healing power tonight. And it's made them whole. In Luke chapter 6, Verse 17, he went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea and Jerusalem and the coast of Tyre and Sidon who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by evil spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. How powerful is he? I know the the great the greatest of all miracles is is not the immediate or the temporal miracle of healing because we're all going to leave these bodies at some point. I get that. We know that the great eternal miracle is the eternal life that comes into us and the new creation that he makes us the moment we're born again, that's forever. But healing is needed here and now. 
we're, on, we're here and, and, and on this earth and in these frail and feeble bodies. And we have conditions and situations and, and uh, uh, aches and pains. And, 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 but the part of the goodness of God and the poured out kingdom of God and the gift of the Holy Spirit on the earth is that we could walk before him still in his miracle power today. I believe we can still live in his great miracle power this evening. is so powerful bless the Lord O oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the Lord O oh my soul and forget not all of his benefits he forgives all of your iniquities he heals all of your diseases he redeems your life from destruction he, re- he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies he fills your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle and so tonight we're going to just press in like that woman, and if you need a miracle, if you need a healing, if there's a situation, I know my wife is here tonight, and we've been praying for days, and she she made her, she crawled into the car tonight to be here at church, so we're going to pray, but there are others tonight with circumstance and situation and diagnosis from doctors, and I get it, I get it, I get it, but in this house tonight, could we press into him? Could we press in to Jesus? He's here. He's the healer. He's the one. Now, we might have somebody lay their hand on us, but the healing is Jesus, not someone who lays their hand on us. There might be someone who speaks a good word over us, but the power is not the person doing it. It's the Lord Jesus. So I'm going to ask everyone tonight that needs any kind of a healing in any way, shape, or form. I want you, we're going to worship now for a moment. Everyone who would need who wants to press in for a miracle tonight, just begin to make your way forward. We'll make room, we'll make room, and we'll wait. We'll wait as you press in tonight to make your way forward. Thank you. Let's just worship for a moment.